I'm Tyler, the Snorky Shuffle Dennering. I'm Carney because it's stupid Beth Hansen. <laughs> and this is a franchise podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. And here we are, two friends, mm-hmm. no guest today. No. Uh, I feel like I always have to over-explain that we don't have a guest every <laughs> single episode, even though most podcasts don't have a guest. Look, every single time we have a guest, it's a wonderful experience. And I think that the audience has to sometimes understand that we're also a wonderful experience. (laughs) (laughs) What they also don't understand is that there's four animatronic creatures standing behind us silently. Yeah. Saying nothing. Or maybe just the elephant. Just the elephants in the room. just the elephant. The other three left to go uh, goof around in Connery's kitchen. Yeah. You know, they're just making banana splits and screaming and shouting. Who knows? (laughs) And singing songs and riding on roller coasters. (laughs) Those are the cool bananas. They are Don't the cool. Bring them into this. <laughs> <laughs> they deserve better. Yeah, they're like making trippy, cool music videos. Yeah, they are directly inspiring Austin Powers. Literally. <laughs> uh, we're covering the Banana Splits movie today Woo! on the podcast. Uh, we have a little week gap between Resident Evil and the Evil Dead. Just mm-hmm. so I could, you know, it's a little bit of a scheduling thing. Just getting, uh, I, I just really wanted to get some some uh guests for evil dead uh and i i don't know i I think i lined up some good ones but using a little bit more time i'm going up north for a couple weeks to visit my new niece that i've never seen in person before and uh connery's already in the mood for a soundboard (laughs) we're using his mixer today so we don't have the usual stuff installed so oh there's no like all sound though but oh that is a bummer <laughs> do, do, do the horn one. <laughs> do the horn one. Connery's the kid in Shrek Four. Do the horn. <laughs> do the horn. Uh, so this is the kind of episode it's going to be today. It's be a really weird episode with generic sound effects. <laughs> with generic sound effects like a '60s TV show uh, for children uh, with uh, big puppets and. Hmm? Um, yeah, some would, some would call this the Dragon Ball Z filler episode. Yeah. <laughs> but it's not. There's going to be good content in here. Don't worry, everybody. Yeah. Uh, I Why? 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 Why the <laughs> Banana Splits movie, which came out in 2019, mind you. If you know what the Banana Splits are, you may not even be aware of this movie. Mm. You may not be aware that they made a horror movie based on the Banana Splits 60s children's TV show. Yeah. How do I know about it? One, Boomerang. Yeah. Which I feel like we both watched Boomerang, we right? We both Connery? watched Boomerang, Huckleberry yeah. Hound. Space Ghost. Yes, Space um, Ghost. What else? I watched uh, Kazam. Scooby-Doo on is on or Boomerang Shazam. all the time. I always I always get Kazam and Shazam mixed up because one's the cartoon with the giant genie and one is the <laughs> Shaq the movie with the giant genie. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh the superhero Shazam. Uh, not that. <laughs> not that. <laughs> yeah. And uh, the Wonder Twins. Right, Wonder w- Twins. Wacky Races. You may have heard me talk about Wacky Races on this podcast. All, all, all the time. Like every other episode. <laughs> One Catch of the, the Pigeon. Catch the Pigeon, whatever that is. Connor keeps mentioning that, but I guess that was a show on there too. Morocco. It's with the, it's with the dog. <laughs> Secret Squirrel. You know them all. Yeah. You know these names. Um, we watched the show a little bit before watching the movie, but we'll get to all this pretty soon mm-hmm. with the... A little bit further explanation of why we have the the wish version of five nights at freddy's <laughs> which is coming out soon <laughs> look i just i i know my wheelhouse this is my wheelhouse yeah. i don't know anything about five nights at freddy's this but is the best i'm gonna get when i say five nights at freddy and tyler says no we're doing banana splits <laughs> <laughs> it didn't fit in the schedule it was like two weeks off nothing anyone fits in the schedule <laughs> Connery's leaving the podcast right now. Bye. <laughs>
an abrupt cutoff from the crowd. Yeah. <laughs> was not canned at all. Uh, but before we talk about the Banana Splits movie, we have to do our usual segment of What's New? Oh, there it is. Yeah. Is, this, is all this audio just pre-installed into Connery's mixer? You yeah. know it. <laughs> Does it fit the vibe of today? You Kinda. know it. <laughs> Every time you just do that, you just go. Pfft. It's funny. Thank you. Uh, now that there's a long pause in between, yeah, that the silence of the joke has just fallen into uh, oblivion. <laughs> What's new with you, Connor? This is our segment where we talk about anything, any new media we've been consuming. Nice. I've been watching Shit's Creek. Yeah. So Karen introduced me to it, and I've been uh, we've been watching that together, and uh, I've been watching a little bit on my own too. And it's funny. I've been really enjoying it. It's about a uh, family that. I don't know if you have, if somehow haven't heard of it, but it's about a family, rich family who loses loses pretty much everything except for a town that the dad bought for the son as a joke, and they have to end up moving into this like shitty motel. It's not a funny joke. <laughs> Being so rich that you buy a town. Yeah, that's kind of why it's so like petty and gross. <laughs> <laughs> and and yeah, it's kind of them like dealing with being from like the heights of society and going down to like this kind of like middle of nowhere ship um town yeah we have two we have both of our interns in the studio right now <laughs> niles and franklin and they're both uh <laughs> scratching their ears at the same time <laughs> so that's why you're hearing two different uh dog jingles two different jingle jangles but yeah i hear uh Schitt's creek is really good and i never got around to seeing it yeah i, I didn't either and then karen was like let's watch this and i was like okay fine and i'm really enjoying it i think it's actually really really funny it's been like really cool i just wrapped up season one and uh, yeah, eager to start season two. It's just been uh, it's been cute and funny, easy twenty minute episodes. Like fantastic. Wait, so who buys the town? Because Eugene Levy is like the dad, and his his real son uh, Daniel mm -hmm. Levy is is like the main character in it, right? Uh, they, they're He's all, one of them. Kind of like an ensemble cast where that family is the main character. Catherine O'Hara. It's a bunch of like Canadian legends. Yeah, <laughs> literally. And I learned that his daughter plays his like real life daughter is like another character in the show too. Oh, okay. Yeah, which room she plays a Talis or Italian Italian or something like that. I don't know. Astarian. Astarian. <laughs> But yeah, it's it's been really funny. It's it's really sweet. There's a couple times it even makes me a little sad watching it. Where I'm like, oh, that that's kind of sad. Like the season one to me ends on a really sad note. Yeah, there's oh, there's six seasons. Yeah, how many seasons did you watch so far? I'm just on season. I finished season one, so I'm just literally rolling into season two now. Gotcha. When did yeah. you start? I started when I got uh, when Karen O's over last. I started last week. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha. That's you got nothing on college Connery because I remember you used to watch like five seasons in two days. Or Literally, something. yeah, <laughs> nothing on him. He was he was a mad dog. I was about to say thirty seconds to Mars, but third third rock from the sun. <laughs> third rock from the sun. You watched the whole show in like well, one week or something. Yeah, and you're like, why are you watching this? I'm like, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> and then you looked at me while watching the Vanessa Blitz movie, saying, Why are we watching this? And I said, I don't know. I don't know. And I said, Well, you know what? Sometimes you just got to go record the episode. <laughs> <laughs> got to get it out there. Give the people what they want. Content. Something to distract themselves from the world as they do dishes or drive their cars. Ugh, right. I, I need that sometimes. I noticed I hadn't been listening to podcasts at all this like past week. And usually oh, really? that's the thing that like keeps me, you know, just like have, I have it on the background. It keeps just, me sane. It's it, the only thing that does. It's, it helps a little bit, I feel yeah. like. Yeah, like, me I too. I, I live alone. So I'm like, I, I enjoy having like sound or things happening. Yeah. And usually it's podcasts are kind of like my background stuff. Mm -hmm. And I haven't listened to them all week because I've just been horribly, horribly sick. And I was just like, 
I don't know. I was like, I just can't deal with this right now. So mostly I was just watching stupid YouTube things and falling asleep. So yeah. But yeah. So just, just uh, yesterday I turned on a podcast. And I was like, Oh, this is so nice. I remember, I remember all my, all my friends are here now. What podcast was it? Uh, I like listening. I've listened it's to called the, the franchise. It's, it's the franchise only. I only listen to the franchise and, and so should you. <laughs> No, but I listen to the comedy Bang Bang World thing a lot. Yeah. And that's like their their paywall podcast, but I really oh, like Oh, I've only listened to like their main feed stuff. Yeah, their main feed's fun, but like they're I love their behind the paywall stuff. It has my one of my favorite comedy podcasts, two of them now, I guess, which is uh actually three now. They're like there's Who Me where Bobby Moynihan plays Batman <laughs> and just the whole t- like every week. Uh, it kind of they kind of like alternate, so yeah. they kind of like come in and out. With like every week's kind of like a different like show that comes on usually. Mm-hmm. And uh, I don't know, the entrepreneur entrepreneur tour, which is pretty funny. That's pretty much a Shark Tank. Yeah, anything <laughs> Shark Tank related is good. Yeah, it's really really that one's really funny. It has one of my favorite comedians on that too. And so there's that. There's who me. Where again, I just like that he's Batman. At first, I was like, I'm not listening to this. I don't like it. And then I listened to him, like, oh, it's actually really funny because Bobby Moynihan just like does all his homework before every episode of like the character he's interviewing. Yeah. <laughs> and then uh, I love uh, Hey Randy, which is like kind of like these, uh, like, I don't know, like New Jersey, Long Island group of friends that played by, of course, you know, every, like LA people, but yeah. actors, but. They just play like total like loser dorks, like hosting a podcast, just being like, oh, I went to Amber Zupateri's party and like it got pretty crazy and I drink so much. <laughs> but that was pretty funny. I really like Hey Randy. I think that's so funny. It has one of my favorite uh, comedians, uh, Lily Sullivan on it. I just think she's hysterical. I have tickets to see her. Uh, oh, wow. Her show on the 20th. I'm really excited to go see that. Yeah, I've heard her on Comedy Bang Bang before. Oh, yeah, I love oh, her. She's like my favorite comedian. And then yeah, speaking of great. what, my favorite show on the channel is this book, Changed My Life, which she hosts and they ma- and she invites usually her. And two other comedians on, and they make up a book together. <laughs> it's really, That's really funny. Wild. Yeah, whenever you talk about a podcast that makes fun of like bad, be, it being a bad podcast, I just always think about like myself, and I'm like just being too critical. But I'm just like, oh no, I can't be like this. I can't be like this. I need to be entertaining. They're entertaining. It's good. Yeah. Um, so what, it, that's just like the comedy bang, bang, Patreon, basically. Yeah. Essentially it's a comedy bang, 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 bang Patreon. I think you literally just like you can it, go on their website and then you can just like, Oh, it's on their website. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's like 70 bucks for like a year membership of it. So it's pretty cool. Gotcha. Yeah. But Thanks. I think it's really funny. I, I think it's worth it. Like I'm just shilling for Scott Ackerman, which is stupid. But <laughs> <laughs> Why is it stupid? I don't know. He doesn't need any more money. <laughs> <laughs> he would argue otherwise. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> He has a kid now, I guess. So he's like, no, I need it. We got to get on that show somehow. You know, it's easy. It's, it's, it's easy. Just easy to do that, you yeah. know. <laughs> we'll just bang on his door and be like, put us on the show. <laughs> why, why are you implying we know where he lives? I, I don't. We have to find it's it. It's getting first. way too personal already. <laughs> <laughs> just already blowing our chances. Um, wait, tell me one. Th- tell me. Tell me your favorite part of Shit's Creek season one. Oh, my favorite part. I had a couple favorite episodes. Mm. Is there a Cafe Nervosa uh, analog? No, no. Ca- they, well, they actually they have a diner that they go to a lot. So mm-hmm. I forget the name of the diner. I, don't, I have only watched I don't know, 12 episodes. and They don't usually show the front of the diner going in, but I don't even mention the name that often. Shit diner. Shit diner. <laughs> uh, there, there's one nasty one that I cut, that I think is like gross. Or like it's like the second episode, and the dad's basically trying to sell the town again to kind of get the family back on their feet. And he sees the town, like the welcome sign of the town. It's basically like a man like holding his wife, and it looks like 
you know, very sexual. Yeah. And then he's like, oh, my God, we got to take that down. And then he brings the mayor. Mayor comes out. The mayor's like, that's my family. What are you talking about? <laughs> Wait, what? Yeah. No, just, just look at the picture. Like, the Shit's Creek welcome sign. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Because it's hard to explain. I don't want to, like, fully be like, and this is the exact position. <laughs> I'm pulling up. Oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. <laughs> welcome to Shit's Creek where everyone fits in. And he's, like, standing behind, uh, like, an old-timey. They're both in, like, kind of pioneer clothes. Yeah. And he's standing over her while she's, like, uh, filling a bucket of water. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, yeah, it, it looks it looks potentially risky. I mean, it definitely looks sexual, yes. Yeah. And then eventually, like, you know, the guy, the dad brings the mayor over and he's like, what is this? He's like, he's like oh. He's like, well, that's not his wife. That's his sister. So, of course, they can't actually be doing what you think they're doing. <laughs> so, it's just even worse. So, it's just worse. Then, by the end of it, he puts up a sign next to it. It says, it's fine. It's his sister. <laughs> <laughs> that That is good. I gotta check this show out. Yeah, it's it's pretty enjoyable. Like, David's become quickly... The son is, like, one of my favorite characters. And I think the dad's funny. And the mom does, like, these awesome like lucille bluth style like one-liners that are just always so devastating and funny mm -hmm. yeah it's honestly been really really enjoyable like it reminds me of rest of development with uh some other kind of stuff sprinkled in but it's still good yeah and just going for like six seasons or something that's that's strong yeah mm -hmm. it's it's rare to i don't know for me to engage with a show at this point in my life i feel like is 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 difficult for me same um i used to watch a lot more kind of like it's like half hour mm-hmm yeah kind of stuff yeah like 20 like, minutes like, like i watched a lot of 30 rock but then like by the time the, the era of like unbreakable kimmy schmidt and stuff i kind of like fell off not because yeah. of that show but Did just you know tina fey is in a haunting in venice yeah yeah <laughs> I didn't I know that. That. she showed up i was like what <laughs> <laughs> guess i gotta watch it yeah where is uh schitt's creek where'd you watch it uh, i watched it on amazon but on freebie oh on freebie yeah okay. i think it's also available on hulu i'm reading uh probably yeah, i just don't have hulu gotcha uh, but you do have Tubi, right? I do have Tubi now. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, did I? Well, you yeah, installed it. <laughs> did I forcibly install it the yes. last time I was over? <laughs> yes. I think you were out of the room. I said, don't tell Connery to four other people. And then I walked in and I was like, you're installing Tubi without asking me. And you're like, yes. <laughs> well, did you want to pay $3 for Van Helsing? No. No, I did not. <laughs> I saved your life. It was really worth it because, boy, howdy, that was... Oof. Instead, you paid three dollars and nineteen cents for uh, faculty. Well, for uh, the Banana Splits movie. Yeah, today. yeah, that that's what covered that instead of <laughs> money that you'll never get back. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> Is that your what's new? That's my what's new. What's new with you, Tyler? Okay. Um, yeah i I've seen a lot of horror movies recently. It's nice. spooky season. Uh, I'm I'm trying to do the thing right now where I watch 31 horror movies this month. Ooh, uh, you're welcome to join in on that, Connery, if you're interested. I know it's like almost halfway through the month already. <laughs> I got some catching up. To are do. you? Are, do you want to commit to that? You don't have to, but uh, I don't know. Potentially, we'll see how bored I am. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> what the audience loves to hear. <laughs> yeah, we'll see how bored I am. <laughs> I don't know. Like maybe, yeah. Yeah. Well, the other the co-host has to do it because I bring it up on on the pod on air. to his first <laughs> the first time he hears about it, <laughs> putting him in a corner. Um, so yeah, I've just been watching a lot of horror movies. Uh, I haven't been using my AMC Stubs <gasps> membership too much lately, so I'm like, I should just go to the movies just to feel like I'm <laughs> getting my money's worth. You know, who probably misses you a lot. Uh, Nicole Kidman. Look, cinema. Yeah. <laughs> 
You know, I was thinking about Look Cinema yesterday, <laughs> and I'm like, Connery will probably bring up Look Cinema again sometime soon. I don't know why. But, uh, I don't know. For those that don't know, Look Cinema is just like a smaller chain that they like serve food and everything. We whenever all the time on this show. We haven't for a while. I guess not. Not yeah. since like the Jurassic World era. That was like a year ago. I, really? Yeah. That you movie haven't been came in out a year? year? Uh, no. Yeah. Wow. Or like we saw Thor Love and Thunder there. We did. So it's been a while. Wow. Because we got the stubs. We did. Baby. Yeah. We, we betrayed. We forsook look. <laughs> for look. <laughs> for look. Uh, yeah. They're kind of. <laughs> well, I'm not going to say anything about look cinema because <laughs> we, we got to go back like and, and somebody's going to. They got to sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> That's got to be like the look song, right? It's like the dumb butt rock song. <laughs> Welcome to Look Cinemas, where everything's $5 and food is fine. Is that a toilet smell? No, it's the theater. <laughs> <laughs> you need food delivered to you at an appropriate time? No? Look Cinema. <laughs> We're never going to get sponsored now. God. We saw Sonic, Sonic the Hedgehog 2 there also. Oh, yeah, we did, yeah. And he ate a golden chili dog. <laughs> Tyler got sick. Everyone's getting really tired of the podcast in general. <laughs> and we're still here. Episode 180, question mark? Yeah, is this 180? I Holy think so. Shit. Yeah, we wow. got to... <laughs> we have some other stuff to work on here. We're almost at 200. What are we going to do? <laughs> we're still just shouting into the void. What are we going to do? Like, with the rest of our lives, you mean? No, no. I mean, like, for 200. Uh, I don't care about anybody's listening or not. This is about us. <laughs> and that's... I was just talking earlier today about how um, doing the same thing over and over again and expecting different results is insanity. Well, I don't think this is insane because I'm expecting something nothing. I'm expecting nothing. I'm expecting nothing. Jon Snow. That's the line, right? Anyway, what, what, what have you been watching, Tyler? <sighs> Well, I've been watching. <laughs> oh no! I thought that would stop, and it just did it twice. It sucks. It sucks. I was trying to give it less, and I just gave it double. We gotta start over again. <laughs> <laughs> we stopped recording. Is this our second recording of this episode? Maybe a little bit. Um, <laughs> I watched Saw Ten. Okay, in theaters. Wow. At AMC. Wow. I have both this and another movie. I want. Okay, let's just say I saw Saw Ten and When Evil Works in theaters at AMC. Nice. And let's just say I perfected uh, my arrival time mm -hmm. at the movie theater. For when I go alone, I've realized now at this point it's a little rude for me to show up right when Nicole Kidman stops talking, uh, right before the movie starts. <laughs> Connery nods furiously. <laughs> Just so pissed whenever I show up in the movie. Most of the time I'm like, oh, I, uh, sometimes I like to like talk to Ty before the movie starts. <laughs> like, fine. Um, I showed up so late to When Evil Lurks that, yeah, I, I heard Nicole Kidman finish talking and then oh. I got to the theater the movie is just starting. It was so dark and I couldn't find my seats. Oh, no. So, uh, yeah, that's the latest I've ever been. So, well, you know, when I go with people, I'll start showing up at a, at a better time. Nice. But you're, you've perfected your solo timing where you just like yeah. kind of skirt in there and are like, hell yeah. I'm going to show up at a time that is so late. <laughs> but yeah, I saw Saw 10. I have only seen Saw 1 and 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and that actually worked out for me because Saw 10 turns out is a sequel to Saw 1 and a prequel to Saw 2. 
Okay, perfect. And I had no idea going in because I, I saw those movies like years ago. I've seen Saw 2 like three times because I keep forgetting that I've seen it before. <laughs> you don't like stop it ever or like move on. I don't to remember three. that I've seen it until like the end. <laughs> and I normally never do that with movies. Wow. I feel like I have a pretty efficient list on Letterboxd and everything that helps me keep track. So is Saw 2 good to you or just really unmemorable? Um... Well, also, I've only since those are the only two I've seen. I keep thinking, I'm like, oh, I should be on two, right? Like or three. Mm-hmm. I just can't remember what's what because there's no like subtitle or anything either. Yeah. It's like saw saw four. This one's got no jigsaw this time or something like just to right. help you this out. This is pig face. Yeah, it's really hard to uh, parse through, much like Resident Evil in its own way. Yeah, but uh, Saw Ten. Yeah, it's it stars uh, John Kramer, Jigsaw Good. himself, Love and or list him. What? Love him, list him. <laughs> Love it or list it? Yeah. Why Why are you saying that? I don't know. <laughs> Is he looking for a house? Yeah. He's always looking for a warehouse. He's looking for a... Uh, he finds a warehouse in this. Of course. <laughs> but he <laughs> he has uh, brain cancer. Good. Turns out. So he... Uh, he is going to like cancer uh, support groups and stuff like that and going to the hospital. He finds out after like a while that this guy who had cancer in that support group found like a cure. Oh. So and so. But it's like not approved in, in the U.S. So John Kramer, who nobody knows is Jigsaw at this point, <laughs> played by Toad and Bell, um, goes to this clinic in Mexico that is like the daughter of this Swedish scientist who we only see in like videos but she's like doing the surgeries and everything. Okay. Um, but I, I don't want to give away too much. That's just like how it sets up where everybody is. But it turns out like he's kind of, um, I guess like, I, I don't know how to talk about this movie without spoiling it a little bit. Mm. But I guess you don't care, right? Not really. <laughs> <laughs> also, you know that like, <laughs> I guess if you've seen the Saw movies, you know what happens to Jigsaw, which I didn't know. He gets caught, doesn't he? Or like... I think dies. at some point he dies. Yeah. Yeah. I think uh, he'll keep making it as long as that actor's alive. <laughs> yeah. It turns out that basically the whole procedure and everything was just fake. Mm. And they just tricked him. Cause, and he takes off his like headband, his head bandage, and there's just no surgery or, or anything. No surgery. So he goes about to capture all the people that were involved in, in that like company, ruse. that ruse. Yeah. And uh, torturing them instead. Oh, wow. But before he finds out that it was all fake, there's like a good like 15 minute sequence that uh, I, I saw that like some other people didn't like, but I, I enjoyed quite a bit. Uh, I know you go to a Saw movie to see all the gore, I guess. Mm-hmm. And when it does happen, it's it's a lot. It is really gory. Yeah. Um, it actually made me squirm in the theater, which Ooh. I feel like is hard to do nowadays for yeah. me. Uh, <laughs> well, you've certainly steeped yourself in like <laughs> The horror. And, and the blood tea of yeah. horror. Blood tea. Uh, there's like a good 15 minutes of him just like enjoying his life and like walking around and like. <laughs> I think him and Hannibal Lecter at a certain phase of his yeah, life would get along. exactly. It yeah. made me think of Ridley Scott's Hannibal when like Anthony Hopkins is walking around like Italy or something <laughs> yeah, enjoying like, his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's a scene where John Kramer is sitting on a bench and you look at what he's drawing in his notebook and it's a bunch of like torture devices. <laughs> And then he just th- stops and thinks for a moment and then like rips up and crumples the paper and throws it away. It's like, oh, he's not going to be a killer anymore. He's yeah. not going to be Jigsaw because he's like happy about his I life now. <laughs> and then when he finds out that it's not a ruse, he's like, oh, God, 
I hate the world. <laughs> angst, angst, angst. And he has like a very specific like ideology about why he tortures people and everything. Yeah. Um, which any Saw fan knows at this point, but it was just, uh, it was very easy for me to jump into this 10th installment. Mm, nice. That's of, important. Of Saw. Um, and the kills are really, really gruesome. And I feel like all the people have different varying degrees of like whether they deserve it or not. Mm. Um, it's like, I'm just a nurse. I literally just work here. <laughs> Uh, well, they're all like not actually medical people, oh. so they're all like. But it's like also the Swedish scientist lady hired them all mm. to like do this con. Uh. Um, like I think one of the ladies is a sex worker, but she is pretending to be this person to like as like a gig, you know? Mm, yeah, to like con people. Mm. Um, and it's just like I don't know how deserving that is. Of, Probably not. Like, right. Uh, his, I, I don't think the movie of justice is very broad. I mean, he's yes, he is obviously a villain, but like mm. this is the most sympathetic. I think. I mean, like I said, I haven't seen all the Saw movies, but like I, he was surprisingly sympathetic in this movie. Like you know, he's doing the wrong thing, obviously, and it's absolutely disgusting, and it never really says he's doing the right thing. Yeah. But you just get more into his mind of like his ideology of just like people need to like suffer they choose and if they survive the test then they have a chance to live or whatever i'm like okay like just in terms of serial killer stuff you put this all together it it i see where he's coming from i don't yeah. i obviously don't, don't agree <laughs> i don't agree with the tenets of jigsaw but at least I'm he like, has an ideology very joker joker-esque right now. <laughs> <laughs> he's a bad man but it turns out that the swedish lady is an even more bad lady uh, okay, so it's pretty interesting seeing all that dynamic nice um, but yeah, I, I had a good time. If you can sit through all the, uh, the gore and everything, I, I think it's, uh, people are saying it's one of the best Saw movies for sure. Wow. So you can see that in theaters right now. Gouda. Um, the other movie I saw was in, uh, or I, I feel like I need to break it up actually first. Yeah, sure. We... Whoa. <laughs> <laughs> it's like not horror at all. Uh, no. Oh. Coming soon to DVD. <laughs> Saw 10. There you go. That's what it was. And VHS. Yes. And Betamax. And Betamax. Uh, I also saw When Evil Lurks, which is... That is something I'm interested in seeing. Yes. It's from the director of Terrified. Did we watch that together? Terrifier? Terrified. <sighs> um, it's an Argentinian uh, film, horror movie, where he's like a paranormal investigator guy. I think so. Like that sounds I, familiar, right? It does. It really does. Um, Damien uh, Rujna or Rugna, I, I'm not sure how to say his name. He's a director. Um, he directed Terrified, which I thought was was pretty great mm -hmm. uh, and spooky and effective. Um, this one is about basically a uh, two brothers are like working on a farm. Mm -hmm. uh, they're probably like in their 40s or something, yeah. and um, they wander upon this corpse in the forest. Mm. And it's like totally dismembered Ooh. and they have a bunch of weird devices nearby. Ooh. So they're like, Oh, where's this person going? Like, and then they find a letter on it and it's like somebody else on the farm. Uh, they go over there and to this like family who, um, also lives on the farm or whatever. <laughs> but basically, uh, there's, they basically find out that somebody there is possessed by a demon Ooh. on the farm. But the way they start talking about it is as if this is like, not a really common thing, but it's a thing that certainly does happen in the world. Oh. And says if something in general happened to the world where people are just like, yeah, possessions happen all the time. Mm -hmm. People don't 
like churches don't exist anymore. Everything has kind of fallen apart that oh, wow. way. But it's not really, it's not really a, uh, in the same way that it's like, um, it doesn't feel like a very Christian movie, despite it being about like demonic possession. It feels yeah. like that's like an endemic thing is mm. the possessions. Like it's like a, a virus yeah. in a lot of ways. It feels like almost clinical. Huh. So people don't even mention like God that much or anything. It's just like this is like a post-God world. Interesting. Uh, with a case, they're like, oh, this stuff happens in the city. It would never happen out here in, in like the rural area. Oh, that's wild. So there's like a lot of world building. There's like seven rules basically for what to do, what not to do around a demon or to a demon. Mm. Like never say its name. Oh. Never use electric lights around it, like flashlights and everything. Oh. Like I like that. I liked how that was such a specific thing. That's cool. Uh, because I I hadn't heard of that before. It sounds it rings a bell. Yeah. But it's, it's that name thing is almost the exact opposite. Uh, but yeah, I forget what the other rules are, but they, they eventually find someone uh, from the brother's life that, uh, I think it was like his teacher or something, mm. that knows about the possessions and everything and like, oh, what nice. to do and like how to destroy it. And um, I want to talk about it more, but I don't want to give too much away. Yeah, I, I do really want to see this one. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but it's really interesting how the possessions uh, happen in, in the movie. So Nice. Uh, yeah, that's when Evil Lurks. It's in theaters right now, and it goes on Shutter on October 27th. Sweet. So, yeah, that's what's new with me. I love it. <laughs> Coming soon to Shutter. <laughs> you know what's not on Shutter? How do you <laughs> help me transition? You know what else are possessed potentially? <laughs> I think they're just like a virus. Yeah, an endemic. Is uh is the is the uh is the banana splits movie a like a horror virus computer movie? Or I what? I would think so. It's 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 a robots that go crazy for like, like a really unknown reason. It's Neuromancer meets Five Nights at Freddy's. Exactly. Actually I think that's what Five Nights at Freddy's is. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Actually, no, Five Nights at Freddy's is the dolls are literally possessed by the spirits of children. Okay, and this one is just whatever software update. It's more so yeah, just like about bad software. Update. It's about updating to like Mac OS Sonoma or something, and being <laughs> like, my old programs don't work anymore. And then everything just goes haywire, <laughs> and then the robots start killing everybody. Yeah, exactly. Uh, what were your overall thoughts on the Banana Splits movie, Connery? It was weird and it was off-putting. <laughs> Because I showed you the actual show, like, right yeah. before we watched Which, this movie. I was immediately expecting a different vibe from, like, mm -hmm. what the horror movie would be. Because I was watching, I'm like, I know exactly the direction I would want to take this horror movie in. And it'd be much more, like, cerebral and creepy and weird. And psychedelic. And psychedelic and, like, trippy more so than, like, well, they're robots and they're going to kill everybody in gross ways. Yeah, it's kind of just, like, straightforward. There's no robots in the original show. Yeah. There are just people in costumes. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and I would yeah. argue that the robots are barely robots. They're literally people in costumes. <laughs> right. They are people in costumes, but they're saying they're robots. So yeah. then you see a robot arm on one of them. And you see them try to move like robots. They just go. Yeah. It's, it's strange. It's very poor. Um, yeah. it has some of my favorite portrayal of a stepdad ever in <laughs> a movie. <laughs> favorite movie stepdad yeah i think he might be my favorite movie stepdad or like he's just so unabashedly horrible and <laughs> he hates, hates every his family member of his family <laughs> we thought like maybe they just got married or something but turns out he's been with the family for 11 years, years. and he's just so <laughs> mad at everyone he hates them so much 
like his hatred towards his own like biological son i think is his like strongest thing though is that his biological son yeah that's, oh, okay. a, that's his real son okay yeah yeah he's really he's really not for it yeah. he's having an affair with his assistant <laughs> and he's just like oh i don't know what that is it's like there are hundreds of these <laughs> Like, did you sleep together? And Revolt's just like, no, no, <laughs> no possible way. <laughs> no. It's just hundreds of messages. <laughs> they just send each other salacious pictures. So just to take a step back, I watched, uh, we, we, we already talked about this a little bit. Mm. I watched um, the, the Banana Splits show on Boomerang as a kid. Um, Connor watched other Boomerang stuff. Mm-hmm. I really found out about this, and I think I watch a lot of Boomerang in general because of my parents, especially my mom. She's just like, these are all the cartoons I watched as a kid in Aww. the 60s. Mm-hmm. So that was something to like bond over for sure, and I, I loved cartoons. I barely watched any live action stuff this is always a not a debate per se but like a just stuff that uh something that lily lily and i always talk about because she watched a lot of like disney, yeah, live action disney channel movies and like live action stuff and i really like cartoons I'm like why would i ever want to see real people <laughs> i kind of felt that way too most of the time where i was like i don't i was rare when i liked a live action show yeah it's like cartoons can do all this like wacky stuff that people can't mm-hmm. can't um, do ben 10 or uh denny phantom live action but now I understand that people want some uh, kids want something to relate to on a more direct level. Sometimes, you know, <laughs> a little realism, a little uh, <laughs> yeah. Disney Channel original movies are basically neorealist, right? Literally, yeah. <laughs> Rome, Open City. There's Pixel Perfect. Same thing. There's this guy on Instagram who does these really good like fake Disney Channel original movie like trailers, and it makes me laugh so hard. I'm like, this is like so on point. <laughs> Just like the characters of the very stereotypical like plot, or it's just like, yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah. But yeah, my this this song is something my mom I mean the song. <laughs> this show is something my mom grew up with, and she would like sing the song to when I was little, and so it just stuck in Aww. my head, basically. Um, because it's a really, really catchy song. And if you even just Google the show, it's like, oh, it's mainly known for like uh it was like it's huge with baby boomers and like the song, like everybody remembers it even if like you didn't watch the show. Yeah, it's like nah, nah, Excuse me, it's tra la la. Tra la 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 tra la 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 la. That hardcore banana splits fan is gonna get at you with his 218 live followers. Well, he's split in half now, so there's nothing he can really do to me. Now he only has 109 followers. His girlfriend's alive though, and she has She's Hootie. She's Hootie. She has become Hootie. Is Hootie a real character in the show? No. Okay, well, as far as I know, she does not exist at all. Okay, good. Well, she's Hootie now, and that's just the very end where she just like takes the robot bodies away to rebuild them, I suppose, for an epic sequel. So just to describe the show a little bit, it's kind of like... I, this isn't the best description, but it's kind of like proto Pee Wee's Playhouse or something like that. It's like that. a variety sketch show. Yeah, it's a variety sketch show, but with like big puppets and stuff like that. Uh, or not puppets per se there's people in like mascot suits i don't know the exact term for that that's what it is sorry for all you puppet heads out there (laughs) that's a real thing (laughs) uh it was made by sid and marty croft who would go on to make hr puffin stuff oh which is like a huge thing as well um they even opened a theme park in atlanta for like that was open for six months before it went under um (laughs) for all you roller coaster heads out there (laughs) theme park heads Banana splits heads. We got something for everybody this episode. (laughs) (laughs) A sampler plate of 60s culture. (laughs) 
Uh, and the uh, original uh, voice voice actors and stuff like a, like Paul Winchell. I'm like that guy sounds like Tigger, and it he was the original voice of, of Tigger. Oh, good. As well as Dick Dastardly <gasps> from Wacky Races. There you go. Gargamel from the Smurfs. Good. Scrubbing bubbles and other characters. Good for him. What a fun <laughs> time he had. I wonder um, if he was in the suit or he just like voiceover after. I'm sure he just did voiceover. Thank God. Yeah, I, I highly doubt he was in the suit. Yeah. Um, they don't pay non-Muppets people enough for that. <laughs> <laughs> Non-Muppets people. Which is a totally different thing, I know. Um, and yeah, they would just, there was interstitials. They would go on a roller coaster and they would just shoot yeah. the, the giant. Uh, just cool music videos. Yeah, they basically shoot cool music videos, psychedelic stuff, a lot of zoom-ins and zoom-outs. There was the Sour Grapes, which were these little girls in, like, kind of like Girl Scout uniforms that yeah, would go and really just... dance with them. They would deliver a letter, dance around, and, like, kick at the <laughs> banana splits and make them go flying and stuff like that. Yeah. They're kind of like their antagonists, so that was always funny to me. Yeah, like, they're a bunch of little girls that, like, harass these animals. But also the banana splits would just be driving different forms of vehicles and just crashing them into things, and that was always, like, the funniest thing to me. That's good. Um, the monkey guy, uh, I gotta pull up their names right now because... I'm I'm already making the banana splits heads real mad. Oh yeah, they're fuming. They're already mad that you're covering this to begin with. Yeah, because they don't believe in this. You're covering this. I'm covering me. this. You're just here. <laughs> I'm covering it so well on my own. I'm here to bear witness. I'm just talking into a an, an empty room, and Connery's just adding this in in post. I'm in like a this like another booth area, just like looking at you, being like, "Go on, like click like the buttons, like proceed, Tyler." What else about the banana splits? Okay, so next thing about the banana splits, Flegel is the dog, yes. Bingo is the orange ape, and the, the ape was riding on a horse. <laughs> and that freaked me out so much that my voice just cracked. I'm like, that looks really, it's really dangerous. <laughs> Drooper is a southern accented lion, and Snorky's the elephant that never speaks. He plays keyboards. Yeah, he's cool. I like his old design better than his new design. Uh, yeah, I like all the old designs better. Yeah. Because they're totally redesigned for the movie. Um, Bingo plays drums. Flegel plays guitar. Uh, Drooper, I don't remember. What does he stand around? I think Drooper plays tambourine. Yeah. Maybe bass. Maybe Drooper plays bass. Right. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and they just a variety show. They have cartoons. They have weird live action segments, too. They have a great to do with um, Three Musketeers segment. Yeah, Three Musketeers animated segment, because uh, they have Hanna-Barbera cartoons in there. And then they had Danger Island, yes. which was just three, like, I don't know, men in their early 20s running around an island. Did anything even happen? No, there was never even a resolution, I believe. Yeah, I think they just, like, one guy who couldn't speak it just was very expressive with his face. He climbed a tree and then jumped out of the tree, and then they just, like, kept walking around somewhere else. Yeah, I, I think a woman and a man were kidnapped, and... They were trying to save them. Right. So it's probably a thing where you have to watch... Tune in every week. Yeah. Or it's long. Because this was only 20 minutes. I don't remember if this was like an hour-long show. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this is definitely... Is this the oldest like content we've covered? I know the movie's newer. I guess the Batman movie is really early. Yeah. I mean, that was... The Batman movie was like also in the 60s. 1966. Yeah. yeah. And so I guess we this is like our 60s, so... We've gone the furthest back we've ever gone. <laughs> oh, just one thing real quick about Paul Winchell I wanted to bring up, uh, the voice of Tigger, is that he also had medical training and became the first person to build and patent a mechanical artificial heart. What the fuck? <laughs> Hell yeah. Go Tigger. He's a hero. Good job, Tigger. Uh, but yeah, I mean, did you did you like 
the banana splits show while I was watching you clips, showing you clips. <laughs> I thought it was really wild. I was like, if I was watching this while like on any kind of substance, I probably would have had a panic attack. But yeah. But while watching, I was like, this is it's it's funny. It's cute and it's weird and definitely surreal. I think surreal, like the way how fast they jump from thing to thing. That could just be the editing of like the video we saw in general. Right. But the jumps were so fast. They go from like one sketch to another, just like go, 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 go. Yeah, I think it's part because there's no interstitial like segments in that the way they edited it yeah. on YouTube. And then also no commercials either. No commercials, yeah. So it probably does feel, but it is, uh, besides that, just all the camera work and everything is really frenetic. Yeah. There's uh, the other sour grapes or they're, they're just other people who, these two little girls that play guitar outside of their house. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like... It was just zooming in really fast in and out at them. And yeah, I'm just like, like ah! everyone making this show is totally on drugs. Yeah. Like in this show, like now I never thought about it like until <laughs> revisiting it now. But I'm like, oh, yeah, in my early 20s or something, I would definitely be the person who's just like at the party who just puts this on in the background at someone else's party. And they're like, what the hell is this? <laughs> I like that. The and key I'm just part like, that is somebody else's party. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> And now I would probably still do it. Yeah, absolutely. I fully expect one day to go into my den having a party. And then you're like, then I just like, oh, the banana splits is on. Like, of course. <laughs> I'm just there in the room alone because no one else wants to be in there. Like, no, let me show you the 60s cartoon, the 60s live action show. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's it's just very psychedelic. It has segments that feel like Austin Powers or something. Yeah, it really does. Like the whole, their whole music video stuff is very Austin Powers. They go through like literal like, 60s trippy like tie-dye vision stuff but yeah with my personal history with this this uh quote-unquote franchise because they did uh try to revive it in like the late 2000s as mm -hmm. well i think um I just think there's a trend going on right now. Like this is obviously trying to be like Five Nights at Freddy's from mm -hmm. what little info I, I know about that. Uh, I at least know there's mechanical things like uh, Rock Fire Explosion, like Chuck E. Cheese. Mm -hmm. Um, th that's Willy's Wonderland, which came out a couple years before this, I believe, or around oh. the same time. Um, I just think Five Night at Freddy movie has been taking a while to get made. So that other people are making stuff that's just that movie, basically, yeah. just to like sate that audience. Mm -hmm. Uh, so, oh, well, with, with Five Nights at Freddy's, Willy's Wonderland, but even more so like, not more so, but as like also Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey, I feel mm -hmm. like is a similar thing where it's like, what if we do a dark approach yeah. to this old property that, I mean, Winnie the Pooh is because the licensing rights just expired because Winnie the Pooh is so old. Yeah, and somebody thought it'd be funny. And you may be wondering, hey, why is like Mickey Mouse still like licensed and everything? And, and I would say because of lobbyists. <laughs> because of lobbyists. Because of how money and government works together. Money makes the world go round, the world go round, <laughs> the world go round. So, and I heard Winnie the Pooh, Blood and Honey was not great. And I, you know, I'd like to keep that for whenever we cover the Winnie the Pooh franchise. That, that'd be fun. <laughs> it would be kind of interesting just because there's like a lot of animated stuff, obviously. There's yeah. like the sad Ewan McGregor movie. Yeah, there's that. There's the really sad Tigger movie. Yeah, I remember seeing that in theaters. That was devastating. Yeah. I'm the only one. Really? That, that's, that's what it, it's all about. It's like think? Last of the Mohicans. Yeah, like he goes to find his family tree and it's barren. Like, you remember that part? Um, I remember him being sad in a barren tree. Yeah. Yeah. That's his, he's, cause he's the only one. Yikes. Yeah. Well, <laughs> we can cover that. And then, uh, Winnie the Pooh, blood and honey. It'll be really fun. We promise. 
But yeah, those are all my reasonings for this episode as well as technical delays. Woo! So thanks for being here. We're going to get into the movie. Uh, we already talked a little bit about general feelings. Yeah, and right? I'm glad we talked so long about other things other than the movie for, uh, for a long time because now we're here. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, what do you mean? Because it's been like 40-something on <laughs> What's wrong with that? Nothing. I'm like, we can talk less about this movie. Oh, okay. Now I gotcha. <laughs> 47 minutes, the exact length of our 47 meters down two episode. Oh, perfect. 48 meters down? I don't even remember what the name of that movie That's is 47 called. meters down. You're right. But the sequel. 47 meters down two, I believe is what it was. The Trench. <laughs> the Trench. <laughs> don't even remember the shark titles of any of our movies. <laughs> They'll blur together eventually, right? Yeah. I just... Uh, <laughs> I mean, like, it's so weird. This movie is is just strange because it, like we've already mentioned a little bit, it, it could have been something a lot more uh, faithful to the original show. Not that it needed to be, but yeah. you could have easily made that show horror, I think, is the big thing. Yes, and it's just, like, so easy to do that and not make it, like, robots. Like, I would just so much rather it just be, be about, like, oh, hey, something happened to them. And it'd be much more investigative with that old footage coming on and, like, things like that being much more, like, ominous. Yeah, it's already, like, creepy in how it's, like, psychedelic. Mm -hmm. If you just look back, I guess it was, like, 60 years ago, you know, at yeah. this point. And it's like, just like, oh, I kind of wish things were still this colorful and freaky yeah, I don't in, like, a mass entertainment <laughs> way. Sorry, what were we going to say? I was like, I'd be really happy if, like, they take the mask kind of, like, rips off and just, like, decrepit, scary, like, old person under there. Being, like, <laughs> it's the same guy. Everyone's 80. <laughs> yeah, everyone's 80 and, like, gross and scary and just, like, drugged out of their mind in the end of it. Connery Hansen says, old people are gross. Give it up. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Finally, something everyone can agree on. <laughs> Tyler's not twisting my words at all. <laughs> I'm re-editing all of your stuff with AI software to replace your words, which is unfortunately a real thing nowadays. That's really upsetting. Why um, bother trying at all is what I always say. <laughs> <laughs> trying what? Anything at all when you just have a robot do it for you. Yeah. Well, let's not talk about that anymore. <laughs> <laughs> crippling existential issues already. Tell me about it, man. Uh, you know who else has crippling existential issues? <laughs> the Banana Splits franchise. Yes, they do. So let's talk all about the beautiful cast in this. We have the mom. We have angry 19-year-old who steals from his stepdad. He's less angry and more just kind of like, I'm kind of angsty. The dad calls him a burnout. <laughs> He's a 19-year-old burnout. Yeah. <laughs> which is i thought was funny and then uh there's the little girl that gets drafted into friendship with the little boy in the friendship friendship wars in the friendship wars and then there's the stepdad who is the most powerful biggest piece of shit you'll ever meet <laughs> <laughs> who luckily finally get he gets hit by a car step several different times yeah, i think twice. in this movie <laughs> He lives through once and then gets, like, completely mangled. He also looks like, well, so it makes sense that, I don't know, does it make sense? Like, both the parents look like they're in their 30s, basically. Yeah, and then the 19-year-old looks like he's actually 30. So. <laughs> <laughs> and the dad is, like, really in really good shape. Like, he's jacked. And he's just, like, shows up behind the, his stepson. What are you stealing from him? <laughs> like, shirtless in, a, in, in just a uh, towel. Yeah. And he's like fit and there's like a jump scare sound. And it's just like, it's just a strange scenario. Because he's ominous. He's upsetting. Yeah. 
can I borrow 20 bucks? <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> you wish. And he's been in that house for 11 years. Yeah. He acts like he just moved in. Yeah, like he's like still trying to assert his uh, dominance 11 years later. <laughs> yeah, it's really strange. <laughs> it's kind of pathetic at that point if he still doesn't I know. respect you. <laughs> he's just like he's kind of had stepdad. I'm not taking his side at all. He has had like a bad life the past 11 years based on his personal interests and tastes, you know? Yeah. But he did that. He yeah. decided to do that. He has to own up to it. He, he has can't this... just go cheating on his wife. Yeah, you he know? has this like really stupid moment where he is confronting his wife and she's like, you cheated on me. He's like, oh. he's like, you know, or the, the, the 19 year old son intervenes and he's like, he's like, yeah, blah, blah. And she's like, she's like, back off. This is between the two of us. He's like the two of us, there was never us. <laughs> And it's like, what are you talking about? You did this. Yeah. It's kind of like me and Lily sometimes with Franklin. <laughs> Stay out of this, Franklin. This is between the two. No, it's more so just like Franklin takes, especially just, uh, no, he's getting older. It's different, yeah. but it's like, he's just taking up so much of our lives. Oh. I know it, obviously having a dog is nothing like having a baby in terms of how enveloping that is. I know every time my mother talks about that, she goes like, imagine having a kid. 20 times harder I'm like you really really make me want to have children huh <laughs> she's like and I had two of them yeah so I was like okay maybe I'm not gonna do this I think <laughs> just get more dogs yeah you're right that I oh, I did so good with the first one <laughs> spend your money on banana splits costumes now you're talking they can put in glass cases that's what's in your garage, isn't it? You haven't, you've yet to show us your garage. By us, I mean the listeners. <laughs> Come on, everyone. We're going to go live in my garage. <laughs> we, got two, we got two viewers on the live stream. We got two viewers. Hello, Jacob. And I mean, would it probably even be Lily? <laughs> Turn would creep in there. Turn would. This is Jacob and Turn. I'm like, why aren't you guys just coming over here to stare at my garage? <laughs> why were you staring at me so seriously when I mentioned your garage? I was just being silly. I'm like, that's exactly what's oh, in there. Okay. <laughs> it's like those suits. It's my Batman costumes in there, Tyler. Well, until I put a CRT TV in there and just watch VHSs in your garage without you knowing. <laughs> That's really funny. Watch some JCVD movies. You just open the door and you're just like, hello. <laughs> <laughs> you're just like, oh, okay. Like, I, How long have you been in here for? I don't know. Would you actually be disturbed? I'd be a, I'd be a little creeped out if like I had no idea you were in there. I'd be like, what? Does Lily know you're here? Like, are you okay? <laughs> not so, not more so that I broke into your garage. I'd be more worried, like, are you okay? Is this some sort of mental breakdown? <laughs> but I'm actually a zombie now. Oh, you're a zombie now. Then, then I, I told you what I'd do if you're a zombie. I'd politely put you down. <laughs> politely. Yeah. With a napkin. <laughs> till, till I stop breathing. Yeah. <laughs> do zombies even breathe? No. I do like talking about other things for an episode like this. Yeah, literally. <laughs> talk about anything other than this like we can talk about the plot quite a bit because i feel like most people have not seen this movie <laughs> uh well they you know they get tickets for the kid four tickets to go see the banana splits which is still a show in the concept in the in the lore the the canon the lore the story of this yeah. movie uh, it's still going on in 2019 they go to taft studios which is a reference to um taft William howard taft <laughs> yeah i was like did they shoot this in taft a tiny town in California? No, it's a reference to uh, Taft Broadcasting, the original name of Hanna-Barbera Studios. Oh, oh, that's cool. So that's something. That's good. All right. I like that. Uh, many characters go to go see the, the Banana Splits Live, which is not really the show at all that no. it was in the 60s. There's like a double dare kind of 
like American Gladiator challenge style. thing where they fall in like strawberry syrup to get something. Yeah. Um, there's a human actor there now. <laughs> yeah, named uh, Scotty Stevie Stevie. Yeah, who's a wild drunk behind the scenes <laughs> and hates all the machines. He hates all the machines. His his uh, coworkers and uh, yeah, it's, it's colorful characters, including a hardcore Banana Splits fan and his girlfriend, who's seems seemingly into uh, Banana Splits quite yeah, a bit, just as into it as he is. I'd argue, and a dad who wants to force his daughter into being on TV. Yes, no matter the cost. And that's really the only characters besides the family. It's yep. just these people end up getting to meet the banana splits afterwards. Yeah, it's a bunch of Willy Wonka-esque people. Yeah, it is It is a little Willy Wonka. Just uh, not the production value, really. At no, all. not at all. Which, uh, you know, even for this budget level, like, I don't know what it is. I know this premiered on Sci-Fi, the Sci-Fi channel. Um, but it's, like... It's using this, you could see the stage, it's in a warehouse, you know, it just all feels like, yeah, let's just use the stage in the warehouse area. Like, it just shows everything, and I, I, I just wish it felt more like the show. I agree. It just, like... It feels a little lazy in some ways like that. There's something more scary, something to be more scary about it just being like a decrepit, abandoned 60s show. Yeah, also, what if they were, like, weirdos, kind of like Texas Chainsaw Massacre 2 or something, <laughs> just like a total weirdo group of people that like loved um that loved the banana split just complete fanatic and like laced everyone with lsd and chased after them or something yes. <laughs> like that would be that would be probably like, cheaper dose the entire studio all it's like lsd and it just become this like horrifying trip <laughs> yeah like we don't need the robot thing at all i think it's just really they're just doing that because of five nights at freddy's like yeah. i can't think of any other reason why because no, that has nothing to do with the show mm-hmm like the making it human would be infinitely more scary, and just like drugging it up would make it more fantastical. <laughs> yeah, they're just real creeps or whatever. Yeah. And you could do even like cartoon segments, and it'd be really really funny. That yeah, way. exactly. Yeah. Or even have like uh, and put put the uh, the victims in a in a live action sequence too, like murder yeah. I, or uh, cartoon murder sequence. death island or whatever it was yeah. called. Yeah. Uh, oh, Death Island, that'd be really good. <laughs> it's like traps everywhere. That's great. Because the way some people die in this movie, it's basically Saw. It's like yeah. light Saw. Like there's still plenty of guts. I don't think it's as effective, but mm -hmm. it's still very gory for, yeah. for what you would expect a Banana Splits movie to be. Yeah, there's a lot of stuff where it's like, that went a little too far to me. I don't know. Or I, I not too far. Cause I remember, I'm like, this is just gross. Where I like the guy who gets chopped in half. I was like, this is just kind of gross to me. Like, I don't like how long this is lasting. Like, it's just gross. Yeah. And it's just, you just see all of it. I don't know. Yeah. It's, it's not, just, it's, it's not just very icky. effective either. Yeah. And there's not really like a leader of the banana splits either. Just that doesn't help that they're robots. So they don't really have any kind of like control days go around they're just mindless killing machines yeah like it's not really any impetus it's just like they got a new software update that that the uh mechanic guy did and he loves the banana splits but did he cause them to go crazy on purpose i don't know you i know? think he just actively enables them to like do horrible things and I, I don't really understand the whole robot programming stuff and that booth looks really really bad where like the upgrade happens in i'm like that just looks really bad <laughs> Yeah, it's like a supply closet or something. Yeah, literally. Uh, just, I don't know. There's, there's, there's That's a lot it. of things that, that don't... No, what about the kills in general? You mentioned them a little bit. Yeah, I was saying, do you have a favorite one? Um, Maybe the lollipop one, just because... 
It's like, brutal. Yeah, it is really brutal. He has yeah. the whole lollipop like bulging from his throat. Ugh. Like the big old like Disneyland kind of licking ones. Yeah. Um, I kind of think it would be more effective if he just kept jamming it in and like breaking his teeth oh, and stuff God, instead. Man, yeah. Uh, <laughs> instead of just going into his mouth and then a bunch of like corn syrup comes out. Yeah. But maybe it was already too graphic. Yeah. So. Yeah, I think that's the best kill. Yeah. Uh, the other guy just gets dismembered, the, the hardcore fan. Mm-hmm. There's just not a lot of people. Oh, well. The guy gets burned up. The guy gets burned up, which uh, at first glance doesn't look super great. Mm-hmm. But that's just got to be horrible to be burned. Yeah. Like I was that. surprised he still had eyes. There's something like that in Saw 10 where someone's like getting slowly burned on their face. <sighs> with like radiation. And <sighs> it's like really horrifying. Yeah. Like, I don't want to see that. <laughs> you should watch it. No. It's good. No. <laughs> But you you made a good point. It's like, how can he see if his like face was burning? Yeah, yeah. But I guess my favorite one. I liked the the gauntlet that the adults had to run because like the children could do it, but the adults like breaking fingers. Yeah, they and keep bones. falling over. I, the only thing I would have added was I wish the robots were throwing like knives at them or like yeah or bricks, bricks like you said yeah. instead of just pies again. Yeah, like exactly. oh, just make it extra. Like make it about the adults. You know, it's like yeah. this is the horrible sequence of that yeah it just makes it more like like oh i guess this part's not really a big deal because they're throwing pies at me like who cares but i i like when the girl gets the most she's like i did he's like you get the hammer <laughs> just it's all it's all strange that yeah. they use this like just the whole premise it's like okay this is a world where banana split still exists this is where kids love this show in 2019 yeah and let's do a family thing about how the stepdad is a bad guy, so it's okay <laughs> if he dies. And the mom has to, like, rise up to the challenge, so it's, like, uh, empowering and stuff like that as, like, uh, a mother figure, I think, yeah. to defend her kids and everything. She When she takes off the sweater, she does look like a Resident Evil character, like she you said. She literally does. Yeah, I was like, she's gone Resident Evil. <laughs> <laughs> but I like, like when the son's, like, you used to be fearless, and then she becomes fearless. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's all, it's, a lot of it's on the nose. Um I just think instead of all that family dynamic stuff, like maybe they should have just been like, oh, yeah, these are a bunch of weird like nerds for an old 60s show. And they show up to the warehouse, you know, mm-hmm. and then I think it is like a, a new version of it or something. And then but they're all like late teens or something or early 20s kids mm-hmm. and they all have to survive through. And there's like a final girl or final whoever. Yeah. You know, I think that would that would be more fun for me along with all the psychedelic stuff because like yeah. they, they introduce the like they have the kids amongst all this violence mm. and i'm like i don't think that's it's really upsetting necessary. Yeah. yeah like i don't think it's always rough when kids are in a horror movie in general i yeah. think like, i would have rather the movie focus on the guy that's completely obsessed with them and his girlfriend and then just like having like his youtube team all going down to like the former studio yeah. of the banana splits. Like if it was ghost adventures or something. Yes. Like go completely ghost. Grave encounters. Grave encounters. Yeah. And just, you have just it. want found footage. I just want found footage. <laughs> it's just better. It's better. <laughs> it's the best format. I think it is literally one of the best formats of horror. I don't care who yeah. I'm disrespecting. Like, I think it's one of the best. My, my, it's, I don't think my you're favorite. disrespecting anybody. Yeah. It's this one of my, you like. yeah. It's one of my favorite genres of horror is found footage horror movies. I think they're so good. They should make a found footage avatar movie. <laughs> yeah. It's just like the, what are they named again? The Sully family on family, family vacation. <laughs> it's just very wholesome. <laughs> Come yeah, on, Jake, good. write it. <laughs> Fucking salute me. Damn it. 
Rise, ride on the uh, Kinatar. Yeah, I don't remember any of the names from Avatar. You, you knew them all. I knew them all, and I don't remember any of them. <laughs> the Banshee. The Banshee, that's what they were. But that's what the humans call them. Mm, but that's not their real name. And I know every rock and tree has a life, has a spirit, has a name. But yeah, the super fan, before he dies, he proposes to his girlfriend at the Banana Splits yeah. studio. R.I.P. And live streams it. Mm-hmm. But, uh, you know, I did similar things. So. You did that. Yeah. yeah. You live streamed your proposal. I proposed to Lily at the Bear in the Big Blue House set. <laughs> 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 goodbye, goodbye. <laughs> Is that the song? Goodbye. <laughs> it's time for me to go. <laughs> That's pretty good. Thank you. I never watched that show, but I was always like, like when I would, because I didn't watch Disney Channel, but I probably would have because I'm just like, he is so huge. I think I was just like, I was just like, not concerned, but I was just like shocked by how large of a bear he is. He's massive. And he lives in a big blue house. I'm like, I want to live in a big house. Yeah. (laughs) We we all want to live in a big house. With a big bear. (laughs) And it was just his house. He had no human that lived there with him. It was just him. Yeah. Oh, I mentioned um, some of the voice work earlier on the show. Mm-hmm. Um, this time, Eric Bauza does all of the uh, Banana Splits voices. Okay. He is the current voice of Bugs Bunny. Oh, cool. He was also Bugs Bunny in Space Jam, A New Legacy. The Space Jam. Go back and listen to that episode that we did on... Only Respect One Thing. And that's Power and AI Algorithms. <laughs> Modern Fatherhood. It's only one thing that Don Cheadle respects, and it's a paycheck. <laughs> it's a paycheck. Thank you, Algae Rhythm. <laughs> You've taught us so much, and you were quite the herald of the coming times. And that's not true. I love Don Cheadle. But <laughs> that mo- what is that movie but a paycheck, you know? Like, yeah. Come on. <laughs> what is that movie but a paycheck? What is a man? <laughs> I never know with robots. If you hit him in, like, the head, if that does anything. A bunch of milk came out of that robot. <laughs> yeah, they, they turned out to be milk bots, which is another, it was another interesting bit. Yeah, are they Wayland yutani made? Obviously. <laughs> it must be a prequel to Alien. I don't think... What else is there to talk uh, to, to mention about this movie? I think we've covered like a lot of it. Uh, there, There isn't. It's just... It's really more straightforward than I would ever like. Like, I, I really wish it was more psychedelic. Yeah. Like, it just should have been a lot more trippy and weird. And... It should have been the Holy Mountain parody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just something that I could have really scratched my head about a couple times. Like, what happened to them? They fell down a black hole. Like, what does that mean? It's like, yeah, man, that's like bonkers. But at least it's inspired. Yeah. And I'm not saying this movie's wholesale like bad. It's just kind of takes an approach that seems pretty simplistic. For... It's regular. Like, why... Why even make this movie? I'm not going to say who the uh, critic is or anything, because I don't want to just like, I guess that's just still subtweeting instead of like <laughs> saying their name. But there's a critic on on uh, some research I was looking at. It's, it's a bold move that works because here in 2019, there's really nothing better to do with the banana splits. And it's not like anyone else had a better idea until we get an actual... Uh, Oh, no, that was one quote. And the other one is, until we get an actual Five Night at Freddy's movie, this does deliver in that unique niche of furry animal animatronics gone scary. Hmm. So, like, the first one is just, like, I don't know. I would argue there is something better you could do with a banana. Like, if you're going to insist on making a banana splits movie, you could do a lot more with it. Yeah. So, it's just weird that I'm upset about something that came out 60 years ago and how it was translated, like, way, like, over half a decade from when the show came out or whatever. But can you imagine a time where it's like 
Star Wars will probably be around for that amount of time when you're old enough to be remembering the sixth, like <laughs> you're going to be an old man and Star Wars will still be a thing probably. And Star Wars will probably be remade again in that time period of our lives. Yeah. I mean, imagine how people feel now that saw the original Star Wars. Yeah, <laughs> like yeah. it's that feeling. Yeah. It's weird. I'm sure. So like, I'm like some of it's good. And then other times it's just like, yeah, I don't know. This was fine. I mm -hmm. guess. Like, I'm just so excited to be still doing this with you when you're like 70 years old and you're just like, they remade the Star Wars. <laughs> why, are you, why do you always say that you're excited to do this when we're like 60 years older or whatever? I think it's funny. <laughs> Not that it's an actual concept. It could be a concept. You never know. It's going to be like the crankiest 70-year-old men talking about how like five-dimensional smell-o-vision is horrible. <laughs> I feel like we're very positive people, though. I feel like we'd be like, I'm getting used to this five-dimension smell-o-vision. I'm working on it. Anyway, it's 140 degrees outside. <laughs> Another day at the hologram studio. My vision claws are still activating. Vision claws? Yeah. Our eyes have sealed shut long ago because of the brightness <laughs> oh, okay. of the sun. Now I understand. You see through the claws. Yeah, you and see. And vision claws. Vision claws. We're not so different, you and I. <laughs> My vision claw. Remember that? What's that? Scary Movie 3. I haven't seen Scary Movie 3. Really? Yeah. Leslie Nielsen is uh, an alien. Oh, no, no, no. He's the president or something. Oh. It's like a spoof. Part of it's a spoof on signs. Oh, that's funny. And Charlie Sheen is the Mel Gibson character. Oh, that's funny. President guy. Karen showed Leslie. me, I think. A, or No, no. I saw a clip online of somebody like in that movie where like the sheriff's hat just keeps getting bigger and bigger. And bigger. <laughs> yeah, that part's good. <laughs> they show how his funny. wife died and the sheriff just breaks a hot dog in half. <laughs> Yeah, and he's good. like, she broke her wiener, which always cracked me up as a kid. And <laughs> now in hindsight, I think it's it's probably problematic. I, I guess it's too problematic. Like she's it, a woman; it's not really a thing. He's just stupid, yeah, right? He's just like so stupid, and that's yeah. what I was laughing at. Yeah. Um, but <laughs> Leslie Nielsen like sees the aliens, and the aliens all pee out of their hands, out of their fingers. And then Leslie <laughs> Nielsen's like, you know, we're not so different, you and I. And then he pees out of his finger for <laughs> no reason. So it's just really stupid. Why aren't we coming scary movies? I, I, kind of my question like i literally thought this halloween we were gonna do scary movie <laughs> well we had to do resident evil because we pushed that three years oh back oh my god so let's do scary movie next year okay that sounds like fun i'm down we got to go back to our roots of covering the parodies of movies that we've covered <laughs> it's gonna be really fun until we hit like scary movie five and six yeah, we gotta cover scary movie instead of scream or like anything like better <laughs> um yeah well i mean you could say that but we've already we we did transformers this year yeah. resident evil we're doing the banana splits movie nothing but bangers this year this has been i feel like our our most heavy like franchise year like we've we've tackled a lot of titans uh, I mean, are you saying that not sarcastically? I mean, content-wise, or it's like... Yeah, we, like length? Yeah, length-wise. Like, mm -hmm. we really tackled some big hitters. After looking back, though, I'm also like, man, we got to do more, like, Star Wars and, like, franchises that people watch. Yeah, you've been putting off the Star Wars. Yeah. Um, what other big ones do you want to do? That's a good question. Uh, we already did Lord of the Rings. I want to do The Hobbit at some point, because mm -hmm. I haven't seen those in a long time, and mm -hmm. I'm kind of, like, curious to revisit those. But that's on my list. But I don't know. I have to look at my collection of things. Into the Expendables. Oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> I was planning that for January because I already sent Connery a whole like plan for next yep. year that I did. And I'm like, I'm a little bit loopy. I'm going to send you a whole calendar for the podcast uh, weekly calendar. And I put Expendables in January. But I'm like, you know what? I don't think anyone's asking for that. No one is. 
And do you really want to watch like Megan Fox and what's his name have like a weird like Jason Statham? Jason Statham be all like in each other's faces. No, I only want to see that with him and a shark, Good. a giant shark. Yeah, me too. We have to wait faces. till Hell Hell's, Hell's Aquarium. Aquarium. Which is definitely going to be the title of Meg 3. It better be. Like, come on. Don't take that from me. Who's the studio that makes the, what's it called? Trench movies or the uh, Meg movies? The studio? Yeah. I don't even know. Oh. But they're on Max. Max, don't screw me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking at the production credits of Meg 2 The Trench on this uh, Banana Splits episode. Did you know Meg 2 The Trench is called Shark 2 in some territories? <laughs> I like that. Just Shark 2. Oh, yeah. So it's Warner Brothers. Oh, it's Warner Brothers. Well, there you go. WB. Warner Brothers Studios presents. Well, I don't know. Do you feel like we did it? Um, I was going to say, speaking of Chainsaw Massacre, um, the director of this movie, uh, I think it's Danishka Esterhazy. She um, was working on some other like sci-fi show, um, Channel Zero, and was hired to do this. And then she went on to do the Slumber Party Massacre remake, which I hear good things about. Hmm. Uh, if you don't know, I guess it's not a chainsaw massacre, but it is a massacre nonetheless. Yeah. It's about uh, a guy with a real big drill, <laughs> which is not to be confused with Abel Ferrara's Driller Killer, which is a different horror movie with a guy with Driller a drill. Killer. Okay. Yeah. There's a, uh, not to be confused with the toolbox murders. There's a lot of different <laughs> slasher movies with different devices, but um, Slumber Party Massacre was uh, like always seen as kind of like an under, like a uh, underappreciated franchise hmm. everything so yeah that's i'll have to check that out at some point nice otherwise yes connor i think we did do it we did talked it. about the banana splits the name of which i keep forgetting <laughs> so i pause every half a second it's just the banana splits movie <laughs> yeah the banana splits movie we did it we talked about it i'm we, so proud of us we gave people content <laughs> Another week. He gave them content. I hope you enjoy content and not art. <laughs> That's like your favorite joke. What? That we just like another week of content. Here you go. <laughs> Half of eat your slop. Part of it's a joke. Part of it's like, yeah, good enough. <laughs> That's why we're at. That's why where we are in the world yeah. of podcasting. Good enough. <laughs> good enough. <laughs> <laughs> A new movie by Connery Hansen. <laughs> Critics rave. He tried. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I wish there was more to talk about. There really isn't. I like, really wish there was more, and I, I ran out of steam here. So. Yeah, I feel like on the bright side, we certainly talked about the 60s show a lot, so that's good. That's more important to me anyways. Agreed. We only talked about the movie for like 20 minutes. Yeah, that's all it deserves. One really important thing I forgot to mention about this movie the composer of the music. Who are they? One Patrick Stump. What have they done? They have done many things like dance, dance. <gasps> what is that? <laughs> I don't know the lyrics. <laughs> He's the singer of Fallout Boy. Oh, fun. So, yeah. That's something. That's great. Awesome. <laughs> that was my last fun fact that I that I dredged from the grounds. <laughs> Ripped that out of the dirt. Well, great. Awesome. What do you have to plug, Tyler? <laughs> wow. <laughs> my favorite IMDb trivia on this is, the film is loosely based on the Banana Splits Adventure Hour, which had no killing, at least not on screen. Oh, ho, 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 ho,
<laughs> Did Paul Winchell do that too? Yeah. Well, thank you so much for listening to this week's episode of the Franchise Podcast. This was our 180th episode. Spectacular! <laughs> <laughs> About the Banana Splits movie. Play the music! <laughs> Stay tuned. <laughs> I don't like that one. Not what I expected. There it goes. There it is. Yeah, baby! <laughs> That was our Banana Splits episode. <laughs> Stay tuned for next week when we start doing The Evil Dead, a proper franchise. Woo! Something with uh, a lot of good movies in there. Yeah. Not just schlop. <laughs> just schlop. Or the slop we've been feeding you all for the past seven weeks. <laughs> Are you not entertained? Are you not full of little fun-sized Snickers and candy corn? Are you starting to get a stomach ache? Well, we've got some Deadite protein for you coming right up. Yes. Brilliant. Look at you. You're mastering that. So brilliant. <laughs> well, Connor, what do you have to plug before we go? Now, if you enjoy the sound of my voice, you also enjoy tabletop role-playing games. You probably enjoy Starship and Paula. It's an actual play role-play game podcast hosted by myself and four other friends. You can find us on SoundCloud or Apple Podcasts. Tell me what you have to plug. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Vice. Follow us at FranchisePod on all social medias. Like, share, and subscribe our show. Email us at thefranchisepodcast at gmail.com for any franchises you want us to cover. Please give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. Thank you to Martin Ganey for our artwork, Nick Viverka for our music. And if there's anything I learned from this episode is maybe sometimes it is okay to take a week off instead of <laughs> recording an episode. I nearly was like, do you just want to take the week off? <laughs> and I'm like, no, we have to put out a episode every week because whenever I ha every once in a while a guest that's on will be like, oh, I love that you guys have an episode every week. So that's drilled into my head, yeah. just like at the Slumber Party Massacre, just like at the Banana Splits movie show. Clear away the barricades and we're still there. <laughs> Is that Les Mis? Yep. <laughs> <laughs> Anytime I hear the word barricade, I'm like, that's probably Les Mis. <laughs> it's a, probably a right assumption. So thank you so much for listening. And until next time, one banana, two banana, three banana, four. All bananas make a split, so do many more. Over hill and highway, the banana buggies go. Come along to bring you the Banana Split Show. Tra-la-la, tra-la-la, tra-la-la. -la, tra -la -la, tra -la -la.